I actually know I'll mention this on the podcast. Lola Sam Sam Lola finished. Um, so Sam, like in the brief that we sent you, it literally is just be yourself. It's 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 just a casual conversation. So okay. um, if you want to use Queen's English, you may. If you want to speak in patois, that's also acceptable. If you want to speak Geordie. That is also acceptable. <laughs> Where I am? Uh? No, I'm not from the north. No, I'm not. I'm from uh, East London. So why would you speak Jordy? Because we went because to uni together. Uni together. Hold on. Trivia. No, like, where did I go Geordie. to uni? You went to Newcastle. Shut okay. up. <laughs> wait, wait. Newcastle was the city, but what a university? Uh huh. Ah. Because there's two. Is it mm. not Newcastle University? You went to. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, wait, what's the other one then? Uh, oof. Mm. Oof. Mm. I forgot you said the name out know it. It's what's University of Durham. Hmm? Okay, no, I was trying to. No, okay, no. It's <laughs> <Is> it <Ryan? laughs> First of all, Durham is in Durham. <laughs> Do you know, it's not even Durham. I actually wanted to say Sunderland. But because a lot of people don't know Sunderland, but I played myself. I know Sunderland. No, they don't, do they? No, they I went to school in the north or in the, in the Midlands. Mm. Where did you go again? Leeds. Sheffield. Chef, same difference to me. Look at, look, yeah. If, no. Look, if it's Don't not, ever say that. If it's not within, <laughs> if it's not within the M25, what? it's up Don't north. Don't you ever say that. If it's not within yeah. the M25. He's like, say Liverpool and Newcastle are the same thing. They will knife you out here. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I actually feel like, actually, like, can we have like a get to know England episode? Because I really don't, I don't yeah, know I where things are. I know there's Scotland. There's New well, Even though you spent all that time in the Northeast. Don't mind that. I don't understand. No, like, I know Scotland. I know Newcastle. I know Yorkshire, but only because of their tea. Um, oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! See, I'm just and and it's I actually, unfair. do you know what? I actually thought Manchester and Birmingham were both Midlands until, like, I thought they were oh literally like. Oh my goodness! Do you know what? You're not the only person. There's so many people, yeah, who have travelled all around the world. But when you ask them well, about places the are places are in the UK, they've got no idea. No. Do you know? Like, oh, I'm about I'm to. Bad. I'm about to just disgrace myself. It took me a minute to realise that. Northampton is like towards the north of London and Southampton to the like I didn't like I I just didn't I was like, well, I guess I'm that makes embarrassed. sense I was like that makes sense I'm very embarrassed right and now. then I couldn't tell the difference between Northampton and Nottingham but the longest for me it was the same thing. oh my god Who? I know like Nottingham is Robin Hood's town isn't it that I know that that's true that see, I'm not That's completely useless. True. It's just certain elements that I'm just like. I think you know what? There's probably a certain um, uh, what's the word? Laziness, you know what I'm looking for. But it's the same Complacency. thing as like when you live in a place, mm. you just can't be bothered with the place. Like there are lots of Nigerians that don't know anywhere in Nigeria, but they can tell you that Lake Como is not the same place <laughs> as Amalfi Coast. <laughs> they can tell you all of that one, but they cannot tell you. They can't point Abuja on a map. That see, that's quite sad. So it's normal then. Yeah, it's, it's normal. That's what I'm saying. Like you, and you, I guess you tend to be lax about where you live because it's like it's where it's the country you live in, so you don't really yeah. care. But then you'll be, you know, interested in somewhere else. Yeah, I agree. I definitely think that's like London. I've got so many friends who are not from London that have that have been on all these tourist um, attractions. Yeah. Like, I, 
uh, Madam Two Swords, all of that. And I'm like, no, I've never been. No, I'm good. Yeah. Um, even, and you're like, um, I don't even, I'm not even interested. No, yeah. I'm not even interested. Even uh, somebody was giving me uh, 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 trivia on uh, the colors of the tube lines. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, uh, so, uh, uh, yeah, I know. Uh, I know Central Line is the red one, uh, Victoria Line is the blue one. And that's, how do you not know you're from well. London? Do you yeah. know what? another thing I've noticed? Well, Jimmy, we can forgive you. Thank you. Mm. But I also remembered actually that since I moved outside of London, that my knowledge of London has become better. In that I know pockets, especially like the West End and the city, I know pockets, but like I won't know how they connect or that they're next door to each other. So, but now because of the train that I catch, which stops me at London Bridge or wherever central. So for the most part, wherever I'm going is then a walkable distance. It doesn't necessarily require me to jump on several different lines. So I sell of this to say, I've only recently gotten to know London better as well. But apparently- A good I'm way of getting to know London is hopping on uh, one of the Santander bikes or one of these electric scooters. I didn't you know- not about that life. I did not know we had electric scooters until the other day. Oh really? Yeah, are they new? Uh, not that new, but fairly new though. Yeah, okay, because I knew about the bikes. Uh, where did I go a few days ago? And I saw the scooters and I was like, oh, I thought that's just in the rest of Europe. I didn't know we'd... Sorry, what are the scooters? Electric scooters. I'm so you see, how you, can, you see how you can, um, when you go around town, you can rent like Santander bikes. Mm-hmm. It's the same with um, electric scooters that you yeah. see people whizzing around on. Yeah. You can, there'll be scooters huh? just scattered around mainly central areas. Yeah. Uh, you just download the app. Uh, I'm not sure how much, how much So no wonder I've just been seeing people buzz, 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 buzz. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I mean, I... a lot of people just have scooters, but a lot of them, yeah. you can um, just I had no uh, idea until today. For just a, now yeah, i'm only about four days older than you like that's about it like i only, <laughs> i've only just found out myself well but maybe Lola, you, can yeah, you can have a date yeah you can have a scooter date yeah you could you could do we'll, we'll, we'll sort something out i have plenty holidays so we can just fantastic buzz around so um, jimmy you mentioned that you're out of london where where are you now i'm in kent Oh. I'll tell you exactly where offline before these people. They'll find your they'll address. They'll find me. I mm -mm. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm sure they're listening. Like, don't nobody care about the, you. This is it, but I can't <laughs> risk it. Listen, when I now blow, nobody when I now blow, I don't even go back and listen. But you won't be living there again now. By the time you, but I'll still own the property. Cheshire, Hello, honey. I'll still own the property. Hello, you'll be in Cheshire, honey, and there'll be some tenants there. <laughs> okay. But um, yeah. So I left. I, I left. didn't know Cheshire was near Manchester. Did you know that? You know I, I didn't know, know I this. Didn't know that. I don't know. I I always thought Cheshire was like in near Surrey. It sounds Surrey-ish like. Mm -hmm. it? And I mean, it's like rich people live there, so eh, yeah. I thought Cheshire there. might be like. But then I always wonder why they had like an accent. Did do they? See, I thought Cheshire yes. was like maybe another thirty minutes from Chigwell. <laughs> <laughs> As it is it North West <laughs> England. Oh my God, Chibi, you are killing me. I she said Chigwell. I'm screaming. Chigwell. Cheshire is a posh um, neighborhood in, in fact, it's probably near Liverpool. Oh, yeah. and I'm looking at the map right now. 
looks like a yeah no, no like we actually so they all they all talk like they're from the north no we actually need to have a get to know england because this is actually embarrassing is actually if pretty catches up it's a wrap if pretty catches us it's a wrap bro they send us back to lagos via rwanda okay <laughs> Fire Rwanda. Auntie Pretty, please, we're sorry. Oh, so, sorry. yeah. Um, but um, we started this episode a bit different, but I'm quite okay with that, actually. I like it. Yeah. I like this, yeah. Every time. Yeah, I, it's not every time, same important. structure. Yeah, but, but that's mm-hmm. the thing. Like, it's not meant to be... I mean, it was birthed out of fake work meetings, but it's not meant to be a meeting. So Girl, it, I had one of those yesterday, and I was like, damn, nobody to even, like, form with me. I went into a meeting room, and I only took my food. I'm like, damn it. Oh, so they will now think that I'm just faffing, which I was, but, but they don't like, need to know that. I didn't need anyone to know that. <laughs> yeah, no, I usually you. Chimmy and I will see opposite each other and just chat. Yes, and they will think our legs crossed, solving all the problems in this company. Yeah, good kudos to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> solving <laughs> world hunger, mm-hmm. girl. Yeah, but anyway, the amount of pointless uh, Microsoft Teams meeting I have. Uh, yeah, it's it's too much actually. Do you know the one I found out? Hey, God, don't let my employer be listening to this. People haven't figured out how to do it yet, but you just book a meeting, turn on your video. It's only you, David. It. <laughs> then your meeting, your team's not be showing in a call. Then you now share your screen to yourself. Your team so is now not saying presenting. Presenting. That's all. <laughs> for like two hours. <laughs> They'll not be like, ah, this baby's walking. They won't know that it's you and your cats that are watching the screen. <laughs> Yo, so do you know what? I haven't done the I haven't done the presenting thing, but what I do do is I block out times in my diary. So I think mm. even if even if you don't have an actual meeting in Teams, the fact that you've blocked out time in your diary, it it's, you're busy. So what I then do to get my nails done, go to the mechanic, the dentist, have a nap, catch up with real housewives. No, we're not encouraging. I'm just letting you know the things that I may or may not have done. You know. This is how you Skype. (laughs) Listen, I open up YouTube and I look for like a slow jam playlist or like a baby face playlist, put it on mute and maximize my screen. And that is how my screen stays active for multiple hours. (laughs) Oh, that is very cunning. Yes. That, that yes. is very. This is why they're asking us to come back to the office. Yes, I mean, yeah, this is not. I'm just joking. Kiki, ki, you know, this is not. This ki, is satire. Ki, ki. Yeah, ki, ki. no, kiki, ki, ki, hypothetical. In another world, it's what I would do. I'm not about to be. This is not about to be. Used so, how did you guys meet? We used to work for the same employer. Yeah, uh, specifically, we're even yeah. on the same team. Yeah, we're on the uh, same team. They used to mistake us all the time. So you were work friends and then you turned into proper friends. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. This woman how did you know that Chimmy is the one? And how did you know that Lo is the one? You thought, yeah, yeah, this girl. She short people try to I feel like ah! <laughs> I feel like um it was when like Chimmy was my friend, like at work. But then I can't remember I feel like it was when a friend of mine had an issue and Chimmy prayed with me about the friend's issue that was when i was like this girl is my life forever i don't know like it just that gesture really touched me i did because it was like i did that me the person that doesn't know where cheshire is (laughs) (laughs) shut up no i I don't Um, remember it but that's the thing like i just feel like 
up until that point, it was like, yeah, you know, Chimmy's my friend of work, and you know, if we you weren't hadn't friends, exchanged beyond, numbers or anything personal. We had numbers exchanged numbers, and like we used to like chat, but it was the kind of thing where the black people that worked in that place, we kind of got like close, like we yeah. had each other's numbers. We would go out for lunch and all of that stuff, and even meet up like outside of work. But we've left, and I've only kept in touch with maybe two or three of them. Mm. Do you see what I mean? So I thought that in my mind, like if I left the company, it would be okay. Like if Jimmy and I didn't speak anymore until that day, I feel like something changed for me that day. It was like, okay, this girl actually like, she's a real one. Like she, her heart is. Look at you blushing. And, you know what? I'm actually looking at myself in the camera. I'm like, oh my god, this person's amazing. Oh dear. Um, and I feel like when people when people care about my friends. Like, mm-hmm. I really enjoy when my friends become friends. And when yeah. someone, like, cares deeply for people I care deeply about, girl, you got me sold. Like, mm. this is so if she says, let's go to, I don't even know where, Cheshire. I'd be like, let's go. We're going. Do you so, know yeah, what? That's, that's so I interesting because I don't, maybe I need to make more of an effort, but I really don't know at what point things changed for, for me towards you. Um, definitely once we got onto the same team because we knew each other before then because we worked for the same mm-hmm. company and we had gone for a couple of group lunches and things like that but then we definitely got closer once we became once we came onto the same team, the same team. and I think it, maybe it was those fake meetings those faux meetings we would have yeah. maybe something around there and I knew I guess the point that I recall I knew I'm definitely in love with this woman was when I travelled for her wedding and it wasn't I even love. a thing oh shit oh you travelled yeah. for her wedding yeah, so oh, that wow. was that Where was, that was, that was the next thing, right? Chimmy, like, you know when it's like, I was still debating, like, no, but you know what, that's a lie, because this thing that happened with my friend happened after. I was thinking, I was like, which friend is this? If so, it's the one yes. I'm thinking it is. Uh-huh. Yes, so actually, actually, I tell a lie. It was when Chimmy showed up to my wedding without, I didn't oh, even know she was coming. Yeah, I surprised like, her. Because I was like, you know when you're like, mm, like, you know, my wedding is in Niger. I don't know if she'll even come. Like, oh, wow. so like, okay, fine. I'll just invite her. Like, you know, speaking she's of the wedding's friend. in Surrey, and she might have to get a train. No, and my a dear, she got on a plane. <laughs> so she already told me she wasn't gonna come, and I was like, okay, that's cool. Like, I didn't, I didn't expect her to come because it was just like it's all the way in Niger. Like, you travel like that for someone you care about. Do you get? Here's me on the night before my traditional <laughs> wedding. I've still got the video. In my, you know. And they said, oh, no, it was when they said, oh, um, like everybody was being very dodgy around who, how many people are coming from the airport. Cause we had organized for people to like be brought from the airport to the hotel. And they were like, oh yeah, there are seven people. I'm like, ah, it's only six people that were on the, like, who is this seventh person? So I was already like, and then they were like, oh no, no, sorry, sorry. Six. I was like, ah, what's going you on? Not count. As in what's going on? And I was already like, you know, Nigeria, everything is upside down. When she now arrived, I was like, this girl. You said, nah. Mado, for little of me? And you know, the thing for me, for me, it was a case of my, um, my best friend was getting married at the same time. And Mm -hmm. I was doing a lot of things with her, you know, in preparation for her wedding and things like that. And because Lala's wedding was in Nigeria and everything was basically handled and taken care for over there, there was n- there's literally nothing I could do. So I was like, the only thing I can do is show up. Like, that's literally the only thing I can do. Mm. 
so um so yeah i finessed everyone i was like oh yeah i can't make it blah 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 how the hell did and i get hold of the fabric friend, i can't even remember i think my friend and the friend that like her best friend was getting married like a month after me literally so i was just like yeah, I, I understand like it's cool like it's calm like it's no problem do you know i was meant do you know i was meant to be at her um her bridal shower i was meant to be at her bridal not bridal shower sorry her hen trip um in turkey at the time but i couldn't afford it because it was the time of the house and i had i said Mm. to her i was like babes i'm so sorry my plan was initially to come there it was in turkey i was like i was gonna go to turkey and then like i was like babes me can't i don't i don't you you didn't go to turkey but no i did not i didn't yes i did exactly and i remember saying i remember saying to her i was like i'm so sorry but i was like literally the only thing i can do for lala is show up i was like i i I can't you know like if someone's like oh they're creating a um a a a property fund or they're doing this there was no such thing like everything was taken care of i was like the only thing i can do for that is show up so i did yeah i now remember i requested for the fabric and everything yeah yeah yeah. i had it made ah it's even one of my pictures on what's on the what's up what's up um, on Instagram, yeah. On Instagram. So, yeah, Maybe that's we'll how along we with this episode. Met. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. How are we having an episode? How do we I have know. the guest episode? I know. How, how, get how is the guest Hold episode? On, how can you just happening? step in here and just <laughs> like, ask me this? Oh, yeah, who are you, first of all? Who Tell are us you? who you are. Because I feel like our guests are like, okay, like, who is Sam? Uh, so, do you go by Sam or Samuel? Uh, I prefer Samuel, but oh, I don't mind people Samuel. calling me Sam. Oh, sorry. Samuel. No, Samuel. it's fine. You can call me Sam. I don't mind. Um, when I tell friends to call me Samuel, they, you know, you just like shut up, man. We're, we're calling <laughs> no, because this Samuel thing is new. That's not how I met you. No, no, you met me as Sam, uh-huh. and please just call me Sam. I don't mind, honestly. Uh, so uh, I met Shimi back at university uh, over ten years ago now. Uh, yeah, longer than that. Like, isn't we it? graduated ten years ago. It was like a good what, yeah, fourteen years yeah. ago. Yeah, a long time ago. Um, so since then, um, <clears throat> I done a bit of work in um, life insurance and pensions, um, mm. which was um, which was good money, and it was uh, and it gave me a lot of knowledge. But then I always had this because my degree was in estate management. Um, I always had this affinity for um, property and estate management. The normal route would do the three years and then to go on uh, and be a surveyor. But that would require an extra four years studying. After my three, I was kind of like, right, I don't want to study anymore. I want to go into the working world. Um, And off I went. So wait, three plus four years when you're not an architect. All right, then. Cool. I don't understand. But so, like, huh? I didn't realize it took we required that much. Um, I could yeah, do that's a whole did. other it required, degree. It, it required an extra uh, four years of studying, um, and I just didn't want to do that anymore. Okay. Um, and besides, uni, uh, I enjoyed uni, um, but I, I, I just didn't want to, just didn't want to continue. So after my three years. Um, graduated and uh, and I went into the working world um, and then I first started off in life, life assurance and pensions um, done that for a good few years but I always had this affinity to come back to property 
um, and that's where I've been for the last um, six or so years. Okay. When you say property, what do you do? Right. Um, so what I do now is I am a sales executive um, and I specialize in, uh, well, all sorts of sales. So normal, your normal private sales, um, you help to buy sales. But the bulk of what we do is uh, shared ownership. Um, I work for a housing association um, and obviously a housing association provides affordable housing for all. Um, so that's not just private sales or shared ownership or help to buy. It's, you know, local authority um, housing. Um, it's housing the overflow from local councils, um, temporary housing, all that sort of stuff. Mm. Um, but what I do is um, sell, well, shared ownership homes, uh, new build homes in different areas of London at varying prices. So, sorry, Lola, were you going to say something? I was going to ask if housing associations are always, are they council owned or? No, no. So they're separate entities. Um, oh. so yeah, separate entities. Uh, very, very different. So are they private or government? Um, so housing is, I should go back to the sort of origins of housing associations. So you had your local councils, um, who obviously provided housing for the, you know, the, for those in need in the local area. Um, but housing associations were created to sort of fulfill that void because there was only so much housing that the councils could create Mm. or so much affordable housing. So housing associations were sort of established um, to uh, provide uh, affordable housing to the poor working class of that particular area. Um, now, housing associations are selling properties all over the country and London, but originally they were started to help house the local population of the particular areas that they were in. And are they for profit? Uh, so they are not for profit. So, like, although they do have to make a profit in order to build, you know, more homes, um, the profit that they do make is reinvested back into the business as opposed to going towards shareholders. Okay. And sorry, I, I don't know if I missed it, but did you say, is, is it private? Are housing associations private? They are private. They are private. Okay. So I guess it's... <clears throat> Sorry, it's almost like a hybrid between council and private, I guess, yeah. private landlords. It's almost like a hybrid. I'd probably say, yeah, that's the best way to describe it, is a, is a hybrid. Because although um, a lot of what we provide is, you know, um, affordable housing uh, for those um, on lower incomes, mm-hmm. but also we provide, um, you know, we have to turn a profit and we have to build homes um for those who are able to buy okay so what's the motivation then what inspires i guess a company to what inspires a housing association to be formed to be formed well i mean for are my... they just a set number and then they just well not they, they, yeah there are there are you know tens of housing associations um across london and across the whole country um and like i mentioned before like the main reason was you know, council, local councils only have a certain amount of stock. Yeah. Um, so housing associations for, hang on a minute, we've got so many people who need affordable housing. 
um, let us create more housing for our, you know, local people so we can provide housing. Okay. Now, you mentioned a buzzword that is a bit of a trigger word for a lot of people, especially when it comes to housing. Affordable, I take it. No, it's not even affordable. It's not even affordable. Um, When you were talking about what you did and you mentioned the word shared ownership. Yeah, (laughs) bring it on. I'm happy to discuss. So... I remember now. Why is it a trigger? I'd love to know. I remember, Lola. Do you remember? um, Do you remember Kim on our team? Yeah, Kim. So she initially um, got a property on shared ownership um, with a friend of hers, and they did the whole staircasing. Um, Mm. And then they bought that. They sold it, and then they split the profit and went and bought their individual properties. Now that's all nice and good that transaction is all nice and good but i guess it's the god forgive me it's almost like you know it's almost starts with a caveat god forgive me i almost feel like it's a long route a longer route to the final destination it gives me it's giving you know when you have to do a foundation year before you can start your degree no 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 i don't know can you bust this myth for a thing because uh, i too feel so when i first started looking at properties mm-hmm. i was gonna buy a shared ownership property and for me the plus side was that it's cheaper because i'm only buying a share that's right and yeah. um you know if the house is 200k and i buy 50 percent or 25 percent, i only have to put down x amount of interest or the deposit. Deposit. deposit yeah but the things that and i guess you have to myth bust this for us number one people always said oh the rents will go up astronomically yeah you know because you're paying rent on half or share that doesn't belong to yeah. you yeah mm-hmm. and also that the, the cost of staircasing is usually a lot so for me those are the things that put me off and then thirdly the lenders out there don't seem to like shared ownership either they don't like it or just not a lot of them offer shared ownership mortgages at least at the time i was looking so those are the three myths or if they are myths i would like for you to help us bust because i won't lie it scared me away and obviously at that time a lot of people who are looking to shared ownership are first-time buyers mm. mm-hmm. we're just learning what interest is <laughs> to not okay. be hearing of staircasing and all these things it's just like i beg i beg let me go back to my landlord Ooh, the glasses have come on <laughs> Samuel is well, ready for us. <laughs> well, you gotta think of it. The first point that you made, Jimmy, when you said, you know, you feel like yeah, it's a bit of a foundation degree to sort of the actual proper degree, or it's a bit of a, it's not really your house until you have a, uh, you know, uh, you fully own it or you have a normal private sale property and the reason why i disagree with that statement is because firstly uh, if we want to get into semantics about it is that nobody owns their property fully even if you do buy it private until you pay back the bank anyway he's been doing this for a while (laughs) (laughs) so technically um we're all shared owners Mm um but i think the best place to start off with is the pros and cons and well really why shared ownership was begun in the first place 
Um, so to put it quite simply, shared ownership um, first started off in the late 80s as an affordable way for people to get on the property market. Um, when it first started, it was only sort of available to people who were living in those certain boroughs and it was decided by the local councils based on uh, how long you've been living there, your income, those sort of things. Mm. So shared ownership sort of was dormant for ages and it sort of moved on and it was not really in people's minds. But shared ownership has sort of burst onto the scene in the last sort of 20 years. And the main reason is because property prices have literally skyrocketed um, and there are very, very limited ways in which people can buy a property. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'll get started off on the, the pros of shared ownership. I took some time before we started just to highlight a few things that I feel, um, uh, yeah, give good reasons as to why shared ownership is good. And I've also balanced that with what I feel are the drawbacks. Um, And there are drawbacks. I'm going to be completely honest. Just because shared ownership is what I do for a living, what I sell, um, I won't disagree that there are, you know, some things uh, and some things like you highlighted, such as the rent, that sort of thing. But Mm -hmm. we'll touch on that anyway. Um, So, um, first point, uh, when you buy shared ownership, there's no need for a hefty deposit. Um, So you touched on the fact, let's say, for example, uh, there was a house that was half a million pounds, uh, a 25% share, which is the minimum, that's 125 grand. Um, You need a 10% or in some lenders cases, a 5% deposit. Um, now that's money you can save quite easily mm-hmm. uh, and it will take you maybe one to two years if you've got a decent paying job to perhaps save that money and perhaps a bit of help from friends or family it's achievable uh, whereas you know that same property that was on the open market let's say 10% would be 50 grand for mm-hmm. a, a property that's half a million pounds and in London that's a, a, a one bedroom flat in a, in a dodgy estate or even studios yeah actually I mean, we're seeing studios at half a million pounds in some places mm. so that's the first point um no need for a hefty deposit um and the second point which i think is a, a great point um which people um, tend to look over is that shared ownership allows you to buy in familiar areas so for example i grew up in hackney um I grew up in Hackney and uh, I wouldn't have been able to purchase um, outright, Um, but shared ownership allowed me to buy in the area that I live in. And that goes for a lot of people Mm. who are looking into shared ownership. You can purchase in an area that you're familiar with, an area where your family and friends still are, an area where you have connections, an area that you're familiar with. And it allows you to stay. And I think that's an important part um, of buying a property. You don't want to move, um, you know, miles and miles away. Although you, you have to in, in, in some cases. But I think um, in a lot of cases, some people don't. Um, another area, uh, the homes, shared ownership, are always new, always modern. Comes with warranties. Mm. You have the latest... Uh, you have the latest... Um, in terms of um, appliances um, and fixtures and fittings, um, you got your home insurance, all of that sort of stuff, uh, builders insurance, all that sort of stuff that comes with shared ownership. And you might disagree. But, yeah, because I'm putting bases. That and I suppose in terms of um, 
uh, appliances and stuff that can you know change from you know housing association to developer to you know the value of the actual property um, but generally speaking you know the kit that you get in a new build home is is new um, and then also um, another great point is the energy efficiency of a brand new home I agree with that um, you know uh, most new builds um, their APC rating which is your energy performance certificate how um, you know how your home uh, insulates itself um, is a B the highest rating is A and most new build homes are B's and C's um, mm. and in a lot of properties where you are taking on um, older buildings um, the uh, the energy ratings are going to be your E's and F's and it's going to cost you a lot of money to heat um, so those are some of the main reasons or the main upfront reasons as to why I feel that sharing ownership is uh, a good buy um, did you agree with any of those points? so I definitely agree with the energy efficiency of things I've lived in my house for two and a half years I have never turned on the heat in my bedroom a day in my life right well in the two and a half years I spent here so like definitely agree with that um and I do quite like the modernness of my home I, I love my home don't get me wrong I absolutely love it um it's really nice what I will say though is I think, in my opinion, it kind of depends on where you're at in life and whether it's your forever home or if it's your first of many homes or whatever the case may be. But for me personally, my development is a new development and I find that the properties just like lack a little bit of character. So like all, it all kind of looks the same. It gives me, it's giving me Sims. It all just looks and the I same. I agree. That's true. I agree. Share, I, I agree. New build properties um, aren't going to have the character that you would find yeah. in uh, you know, a two-bed Victorian terrace. Yeah, which, um, again, for where I'm at in life and what this property is doing or going to do for me in the long term is, is not a problem. I think my biggest turn-off uh, when it comes to new builds... Now, admittedly, I feel like it's only been my property so far. My walls are so thin i call them paper towels thin like legit so my friend and i have this running joke that i can hear her food digesting in her stomach when she's upstairs <laughs> like <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> no honestly like it's it's so thin like my external walls are fine or like if like if we are diagonally across but and if if you are above, like it's just really thin and to me i've just always just associated it with um, new builds it could well be that it's a developer issue or just this um uh development issue but that's been my biggest turn off about uh, when it comes to new builds yeah so that's about, my and, take and admittedly when, when i do viewings um that's a, a point that many people uh talk about they they tap the walls and they say what are the walls like what are they made of mm. um and obviously i, I i'm i don't know the construction of the walls and the, the, the makeup but um that's an interesting point um but i think um what it's good to, to to know what you just said is that it could be a developer issue um i wouldn't say that it was uh pertinent to, to new build homes 
although it does get that rap that you know new builds they're built with rap they're built with rubbish um how old is your building do you know my building was completed um october 2019 so very new mm-hmm. um and um when you bought your home um did you have any idea about the developer um or was it just i like this home uh figures look good i'm gonna purchase it no i knew i knew of the developer it was actually one of my preferred developers it was one of your preferred developers Mm -hmm. now that's quite interesting because each develop each developer um builds to the same standards um so if you are obviously experiencing problems with your um walls it could be that perhaps it was badly built um, mm, you see, I'm going to perhaps... disagree respectfully with that each developer built to the same standard because I know for a fact No, when, when I say that... Some um, development... When I Go say on. that, I mean they build to the same building standards. Um, oh, so, okay. You know, building so, standards. Yeah. My but issue with... in terms of finishes and spec, mm. it's very different. Mm. Um, so, yes, fine. I agree with developer. that. Yes, fine, I agree with that because I feel like in general, I personally believe that the property market in England, London especially, is now a racket. Because, (laughs) yes, because clearly prices are astronomical. Everybody wants to get in, right? I feel like if anybody that is not in the property business now is, you are, you are dulling, especially in the developer because there's, there's such a market. Developers are getting away with murder like some properties i see i look at what they call a bedroom i'm like this is this should be a crime right and they'll sell the property for 600k because it is in zone two is a it's actually a racket now that's my opinion like it's ridiculous and obviously demand is driving the madness because if people were not desperate for property they'll look at the room and in two seconds they'll be like get lost but obviously because there's such a demand for property in london they can do whatever they like. So I have like very, very serious issues with a lot of developers. I too am in a new build and I specifically chose my developer because I liked what I had seen in other places. There are some developers I would never touch because like you said, the building standards may be like standard, i.e. my house is not going to fall over. Correct. But like the way they've done the outline, the prop, the materials they've used, even the paint they've used, some of those aesthetic things. And to be fair, you could argue that is aesthetic. It's not the end of the world. Like you can always change it, but even just down to like the kind of appliances they'll put in and then they will price it at the same. Like, let's be honest, a Zanussi and a Siemens are not the same price. <laughs> like, let's be honest. So why are you pricing the properties similarly? It's ridiculous. It's actually ridiculous. And some developers, they were, so on my on my um estate, they do this thing where the first phase they added everything on, like free this, free that, you can get this, you can get that. And then as the phases go on and they see that okay, they are selling, they start taking things away. So when we bought our property. The brochure that we looked at when we made our decision to buy mm. had all the things listed. It comes with the this, the that, the wardrobe, the blah, blah, the blah, blah, blah. And then when they sold it to us, they're like, okay, these are the things you have to pay extra for X, Y, Z. I'm like, I don't understand. Mm. And I had printed out the brochure. Now, I so think... I took the brochure back and I said, uh-uh, I don't get. They said, oh, no, 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 no. That's the brochure for the last. 
nah. phase. Nah. I'm like, I don't understand. I'm paying more than the last people in the last phase, and I'm getting less. It doesn't now make sense. Now I have what I think where where I think we're going a bit askew is that there's a difference between developer and housing associations. So fair. Maybe we're taking out our, our anger of so, developers. Yeah, so a developer. Uh, so like I mentioned before, with housing associations, we don't just build properties for people to live in. Um, you mm. know, we have many other services that people use. Uh, so we operate mm. quite the same like a council. Uh, many other okay. services, whereas a developer is sole just purpose built. is for profit for its shareholders. So they build okay. houses, um, so they as many houses as they can, and uh, I won't mention names of you know the prominent um, sort. Of, we can take it uh, offline. De- developers. Um, Name and shame. They will come and sue us. Is a massive one. Um, <gasps> is they yeah. a housing association or a no, developer? No, they're a developer. What did I think they were a housing association? Probably one of the biggest uh, developers in the country. They're horrible. Oh. They're yes, horrible. Terrible. I wouldn't touch them with the pole. I, when we were looking for properties, we went to see one. We went to see two. One of them, I kid you not, had a toilet in the living room. <laughs> like I'm not. I'm no, 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 no. Like I'm not. I wish I was joking. So basically, you could access the toilet through the hallway. Oh my god! But the toilet cubicle had like it was a WC, right? It had two doors. So you know WCs already are generally quite small. Yeah, yeah. So it had two doors. One was to lead you to the door to the hallway, and one was to lead you into the living room. Like smack, like you're but falling. Why? In. why? So basically, why you have people over? Someone's stomach is rumbling, and you could just hear them dropping the kids in the pool. Stop, <laughs> it. Stop it! Stop it! Stop the that's, kids in the pool. Stop but that's it. what it is. Where these uh, behemoths of developers are literally building mm. thousands. Of properties each year standard mm. slip as housing associations we do not build uh to the same degree uh, so let's say for example persimmon might build um 10 000 homes uh, a year mm. we would build you know a thousand twelve hundred so not even on the same scale yeah although we do a lot of um developments where we work in partnership with mm, i was uh, gonna ask that developers mm-hmm. uh, where we work partnership um we don't necessarily most of the time we build our own developments and it's to a different mm. standard um can i ask which one you work for in the chat uh notting hill genesis oh okay okay oh those are one of the ones i like right the one with the let me let me google it i think i know what the logo looks like it's not the red it's one with the, the one oh no it's it's green is it green there's a bit of green in yes it, yeah. yeah yeah no i like this okay yeah green. you guys are cool you're, you're cool peoples thank you very much thank you very much um i've you're got cool a question peoples. you guys and l and q unless they're actually dodgy in the background no l and q are a big yeah. uh, housing association uh l and q yeah. are really good they're, oh l and q yeah l and q are the biggest uh, we are second or third. Um, mm. Uh, mm. There's Clarion, there's A2 Dominion. Do you guys do uh, Bellaway? Or is it Bellway? Bellaway? Bellway. Bellway. Uh, so Bellway are a developer. Bellway. Yeah, they, I think Bellway's my Bellway developer. are a developer. So hold on. Are you telling me LNQ? Oh, LNQ is a housing association. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, I thought this was in response to 
when housing associations partner with developers. No, oh, no, no, no. I was asking which one he's with. So we, so Notting Hill Genesis, um, we have, you know, various developments all over London uh, and we partner with um, uh, Ballymore, which uh, they're a, a, a good de developer. Uh, we partner mm. with um, uh, TFL, they're developers as well. If you know oh, know that. Uh, yeah. no way. TFL, think about how much land TFL owns. Um, really? And, they yeah, would. Uh, Why do they own land? TFL own, you know, acres and acres of land. Is this not uh, because of the train tracks? The train tracks, all the railroad arts. Yeah. Around the station, TFL owns so much mm -hmm. land. Um, so a lot of developments that we have now um, are in partnership with TFL. Interesting. No. So why are they striking? <laughs> they just sell property and pay people now. What's the... <laughs> Well, I don't, I don't like know too much about that. Um, <laughs> but back to the points that I was saying before. Mm. Um, oh, wait, sorry. Question before that. Yes. Sorry. Um, so you mentioned partnering with, like having partnerships such as with TFL. Yeah. And mm -hmm. if I understood correctly, you also have partnerships with developers, right? That's right. Where you have partnerships with developers, who dictates the standard of the what is being built uh that's an interesting one um i think in a lot of cases um if it's it, it depends if it's a sort of joint partnership whereby um let's say uh ballymore um and notting hill genesis are putting in money together we will you know both have even terms okay. um in terms of the standard Okay. Um, um, and in each development, anyway, um, it's scrutinised. So each stage of the development is scrutinised. So plan before it's even built, plans are scrutinised at every stage. So if we don't like something, um, we can change it. Okay. Um, and everything's built to building standards, anyway. I know obviously that does building standards is the same across the board. But in terms of the spec, because I think what we realise is that people aren't just buying homes. Yeah. And I always make it a point when I am speaking to uh, buyers to look at the spec uh, feel the handles touch mm -hmm. the materials so you can mm -hmm. understand and see that the uh, you're not just buying a home you can understand and see that you know what we've used isn't just cheap tap because i think that's mm. the misconception with new builds and there are um a lot of the older de developments um you know the building standards have changed uh since but a lot of the older developments um which people have in their minds sort of people accept that as you know that this is the standard and you know new builds aren't that great uh but the technology that's used in sound insulation um and heat insulation um i think for most developments um i know obviously there are some where you know things haven't been done well um but i think for the most part, speaking for my uh, Notting Hill Genesis, um, we have a good selection of developments um, that you know are selling really well. Um, mm -hmm. And like just on shared ownership anyway, um, uh, you know, we sell hundreds of properties each year uh, to people who are desperate to get on the housing market, that want to live in London, that want to buy somewhere affordable, that want to buy in an upcoming area. I think um, 
although there might be this negative perception that you know it gets pumped out a lot i think on the ground meeting people speaking to people um it's a lot different for me i'm i'm not sort of happy clappy saying you must buy shared ownership but i'm i'm very much like yes there are drawbacks but there's a lot of pros it's as well and yeah no it's definitely i'm a just here to it's give definitely it a, a way of getting on i think my main issue actually is with developers not with housing associations. yeah because sorry one sec jimmy what's up so what had happened was we ran into a little technical difficulties and the entire system crashed I know. But don't worry, the conversation continued. We'll be back in two weeks with the remainder of the episode, so we'll catch you then. Toodles!